wonderful, wonderful sunny day here in the Fleet Shed, kicking into summer in Auckland City, New Zealand. Starting off the show with George Benson, Easy Breezin', a track of his called Affirmation. This here is Mermaid Chunky, a track of theirs called King of the Herbs. They've just released a new album called Vest. We'll be playing a couple of tracks off that, not sequentially, but stay tuned. Tuned like a bicycle with a ace of spades stuck in the spokes. So it's like, you know. I am Sir Basil, King of the Herbs. I am Sir Basil, King of the Herbs. King of the herds, I love hunting and shooting and fishing. When there is trouble or work to be done, I'm very often missing. And shooting and fishing when there is trouble. 
Let's go, 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 let's go
Oh. 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 Uh, 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 be feeling that one for a while. For a while. Okay. Um. So where were we? Uh. Okay. So. That was really fun. Um, and we're going to celebrate by playing some more music. Uh, this here is Kiwi Animal. We'll come back not to that band, but to music that's similar. This is going to be a bit slower. This is music uh, that was made in New Zealand. I'm going to play three songs off this album. All this music was made between 1982 and 1991 in New Zealand. Uh, the first song I'm going to play is by Kiwi Animal. This is Man and Woman Have Balance. And then I'm going to play a song by Roger Knox, who's actually Chris Knox, but uses an alias. But hey, we're all friends here.
just playing with some party whistles up here. It's like we're doing manual. What's it called? Man like when you sit, go on a skateboard and you're not standing up and you're not sitting down, you're halfway. I'm doing that with this party whistle, is it? Like just, it's a balance. It's a balance. Oh, we heard this one. No, we haven't.
dead station. Yo, this is your main man Jelly Roll. Shoutouts to Blockhouse Bay Primary for making this song, making lockdown happen, keeping it real since 2011. Yeah. Yo, what's up, boys? Shout out to Blockhouse Bay Primary School, Miss Murray and all my beautiful friends. And also, what's up, Liam? What's good, bro? Yeah, I'm pretty happy about lockdown. Cause we can stay at home together. Here with my bubble boys up all night. Playing games forever, forever, forever. But sometimes we should rest. Rest. But we'll be real pests. No rats, please. Cause if we stay home, we'll get out of this mess. Lockdown sucks sometimes, but I'm still having a good time. Lockdown sucks sometimes, does it? But I'm still having a good time. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. 
stuck at home I've got to play by the rules Rules, rules So get a mask, get a mask Okay So we can stop the virus and give everyone a chance That's good chance Lockdown sucks sometimes But I'm still having a good time Lockdown sucks sometimes But I'm still having a good time
just gotta be one of the most beautiful people in the whole wide world. It's true, it's true, it's true, and I love you. You're so easy to make conversation with, and nobody else can please me that way. No one can say that you're a wallflower, cause you've always got something groovy to say. You've just gotta be one of the most beautiful people in the whole wide world. It's true, it's true, it's true, and I love you. Talk about a girl with a sweet disposition. You ought to have a room full of ribbons and wear them in your hair every day of the week for me. People turn around, they know we're the happiest people today in this old town. And it's no wonder that they kind of wonder if we're not the grooviest couple around. You've just got to be one of the most beautiful people in the whole wide world. It's true, it's true, it's true, and I love you. Beautiful people in the whole wide world. It's true, it's true, it's true. I love you. Wow. And I love you. Oh, wow. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this has to be the happiest time of. Oh, go on. No. You are, honestly. Uh, cheers. Music is so wonderful, so great. And on that note, we're actually going to take a bit of a different tangent here, guys. Um, I am going to play some dancey sort of stuff. Uh, and in that note, I did an interview this week, uh, last week, with the head of... Oh, hello. Something just fell down in the... <laughs> something just fell down in the shed. Hold up. Oh, it looks like it's a bowl. Hold on. <coughs> Let me just get my rainbow glasses on to inspect. Okay. Yep. Nah. It's a big wooden bowl. Okay. Thanks for the rainbow glasses. So, yep. This is some dance music. I had an interview with the uh, lead of um, recycling for Auckland City Council. So that was pretty cool. I'm, I'm very interested in recycling. I'm very concerned about it uh, and also just the future and environment and stuff like that so anyway you will hear my rants and ravings with him it's a half an hour interview completely unedited but I'm going to play some music underneath and that is from a compilation that I just made called Invade the Rave Starting off with a track from Dengi Dengi Dengi, track called Maloka.
give you a quick rundown. I'm from a radio station called Fleet FM. Um, it's, it started off as a community station just running up on top of Simon Street, and um, now it's moved into uh, sort of more of a podcast format. Um, and we have a few different DJs, but it's mostly just me making podcasts. Um, and uh, I uh, grew up in Seattle, um, and while I was there, uh, recycling was like a massive part of our life while we were there, and it's sort of something that I came back here and you know developed here as well. Um, but um, it's it, it's, um, it's it, it, it's quite interesting, just sort of like what what impact it's had on my life, having this sort of this green growth, growing up through this green sort of society, but also. Um, I'm hearing a lot about recycling and the, you know, the bad sides about it, about a lot of it, like things, you know, things going to China and not things not getting recycled properly and things. Um, and uh, I, I was sort of wanting to talk to you a little bit about this um, and um, yeah, just like, um, uh, yeah. And, and, and also about like different things. Recycling. Um, so yeah, if you don't mind, if I if we could just start off um, and you know like, um, what are your thoughts? Just a very in a broad sort of way, like what are your thoughts on the current like situation with recycling in in Auckland? Um, actually, could you tell me a little bit about who you are and what what your role is? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, um, Marcus Brathwaite. Uh, I've been working for a council for a very long time, um, nineteen years now. Right. Um, I've been in waste most of that time. Um, previously, I was working for the Rodney District Council, which became part of the Auckland Council when it was merged in 2010. Um, currently, my role is called the Senior Waste Specialist Recycling. So I do primarily focus on recycling, curbside recycling, um, the busy MRF or the materials recovery facility where our recycling goes to be sorted. Um, and I also work in other areas within waste and, and on projects, but primarily recycling. Okay, and the Rodney District, do they have the same MRF as the Auckland Central one? Oh, well, Rodney is one? now part of Auckland. Okay, right. Um, and everything, everything Auckland goes to that MRF. Okay, right. So everything we collect on the curbside goes to that MRF. Okay. And everybody has a, 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 a wheelie bin. Right. Okay. So, Coromandel, uh, Coromandel comes to, comes to Auckland as well. No, 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 no. Coromandel, Coromandel. So, 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 Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, um, I, actually, it, I actually did geology at university, so that's going to do with this. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes they can take the take the pressure off. Like you can stop, uh, you can stop an internal battle or something like you know, uh, green green fighters sometimes. Um, you know, like because I can imagine there must be a lot of people in this industry that are incredibly passionate about getting their message across. I am passionate right. because it isn't just about recycling, it's obviously about the future of ultimately humanity and the planet because it's an isolated system, the finite. We just seem to live with those facts in mind. 
um, and recycling is part of the solution. It isn't the solution. It's it's been branded as the solution um, historically, and the recycling's been used as a catch-all. But we can't just look at recycling in isolation. Um, have you heard of the waste hierarchy? Uh, so, at the bottom, you've got landfill, so that's final destination material. Um, it could also be a waste to energy plant, so it gets incinerated, so it gets buried or incinerated, so we don't have that resource anymore. Um, recycling is a way of trying to get that back into the system. Yep. Um, but if you go further up, you might reuse, so you might reuse a container, and then you can use it, you don't need to buy a new one. Yep. And then if you go further up again, you have the juice. Do you actually need that container in the first place? Um, can you have your own water bottle, take it with you, or your own coffee cup instead of getting a new coffee cup each time? Okay. Um, then uh, some hierarchies vary beyond this point, but you can have like redesign where someone who makes a product to begin with, they look at that product and and design out any waste, or is it, is it an item that is really needed, like a plastic straw? Sure. Or, 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 is it, is it an item, or, is it, is it an item, or, is it, is it an item, or, 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 is it, is it an item that is really needed, like a plastic straw? Or can, can I make it from something that can be easily recycled? Right, this, this sounds like quite a similar message that people have been talking about for quite, for quite some time with, with a lot of these things. Yeah, um, so, I mean, um, do you, like, how are you feeling about the current situation with things? Do you feel that people are sort of um, happy with the way things are? Or do you feel like you're under, under pressure from a lot of people? Um, with uh, what's you know like with, with the current situation and, and um, I mean do you see pro like do, what are the major problems that you're having and um, you know how can you see things going in the future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean th there is pressure, but I mean it's, they're just challenges, I think. Um, okay, so China's decided we don't want other world's waste. Fair enough. I think that they generate enough on their own to look at how they deal with it domestically. So other countries need to start looking at how we deal with our own waste domestically. Sure. Um, we need to find solutions within New Zealand. Okay. That's what we need to do. Um, recycling relies on consumers knowing how to recycle and what to recycle. Um, it, it does rely on producers and, and what they make. Um, we also need central government to take action. Um, they have legislation that they are currently utilising, but we need them to go further, like getting more recycled content and products, and that will create the demand for that recycled material. Um, one of the biggest challenges for recycling at the moment is that it is a commodity that relies on markets, that relies on markets, that relies on markets. Um, of China basically not taking, they were taking um, significant quantities of that material before, now they're yeah. not. Other markets have become saturated, supply and demand that um, on market. We need more recycled content within products to create that demand. Um, and we also need it domestically so we don't keep exporting it um, because that's 
becoming part of the issue is that you get marginal value for the material and if you have to export it as well, then there's a cost to that. So it just doesn't become financially sustainable. Is there a chance that we could develop a processing plant locally which would be able to work with the materials and get them back into the you know, like get them back into the community at a starting to happen. I mean, glass is recycled within New Zealand and that's, you know, made back into more glass bottles and jars. Oh. At, at a busy glass. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. Um, is, what about plastics? Oh. I mean, with plastics, do you need to have like a, quite a large um, refinery sort of set, set up for these things? We do. There is some plastic recycled in New Zealand currently. Um, the number, number one resin, PDT. Um, Clear, clear PET, like the Coke bottle, is a, is a good example of that, you can pick this example of that. Um, there is a plant near Wellington that recycles that material, and um, Astron Plastics in Auckland, they can recycle number two, HDPE, um, for example, a milk bottle is an example of that. So there is, 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 some capacity within New Zealand, but just not much. So okay. the remainder with, has to be exported. With the separation yep. plant in Onihanga, is that able to separate out the PET ones and the milk bottles for recycling in New Zealand, or is that? I mean, yes. what's the? And yes. it, okay, great. So, and is it is it is it clean enough for them to work with the products that are coming through? Yes. Oh, that's great. It is. Great. Okay, so yep. what, the other plastics are a little bit more complex. I think they've got different temperatures. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is more complex, yes. Um, we are currently upgrading the plant at Busy, um, yep. so we can recycle different types of plastic. Uh, we're in particular, we're looking at um, number five polypropylene, PP. Um, is that, so that, is that like polystyrene, or is that, um, what, what sort of things make, what sort of things are number five? Polypropylene. Yeah. Um, quite a few dairy products. Potentially can be in that, like um, spreads um, and takeaway containers okay. um, that you get from Chinese takeaway. Um, that they are normally dried because they can actually be frozen or heated in the microwave.
Okay, that's um, that's really interesting. That's great. Um, the uh, what about the separation of number fives from number um, you know like from the other numbers? Like is it is it UV? Like how does it, how does the actual separation work for these things? And will it, will it be quite complete? Um, they use technology, they use optical sorters, which, which do use lasers, and, and the lasers and the laser identify the photon that's used to use plastic. plastic. Um, 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 that's not that's all not at a governmental level in regards to um, redu reduction of plastics uh, or redu redu reduction of waste? Well, I mean, they, they are already taking steps. Um, they want to look at phasing out um, unnecessary single-use items, which, okay. which is obviously a good step. Um, phasing out the use of plastics that are hard to recycle, like PVC number three, polyvinyl chloride, or number six, polystyrene, right. uh, which which we want to see. Um, Is there anywhere that recycles PVC, uh, sorry, polystyrene in New Zealand? Um, not that I'm aware of, no. Okay, no. so that's something which, uh, and then I guess we need to look at different packing, packaging and things for, for a lot of these, you know, for, for what we receive into New Zealand. Maybe we could put, put barriers upon that. Yeah, when we talk about polystyrene, it isn't just the, um, the light foamy stuff that you see used in packaging. Okay. It can also be a hard plastic, um, like a yogurt bottle. A lot of those are, are polystyrene. Okay. But again, they, they can't be recycled. Yeah. And do you think so, education yeah. levels are up to scratch with uh, with where we're at? Like, do you, I mean, is it, do you, is it a battle for you guys trying to educate more people or is it now more just trying to get the processes and the um, 
policy policies right for for improving things it's always a battle educating yeah. people yeah um, and there is a lot of confusion around recycling as well which which doesn't help um uh policy policies right for for improving things it's always a battle educating yeah. people yeah um, and there is a lot of confusion around recycling as well which which doesn't help set up potentially a product stewardship system, which yep. means, do you know what product stewardship is? Uh, so it's, no, no, not, not sure. What's product um, stewardship? It's, it's when, okay, somebody makes a product, yep. so they are responsible for the life cycle of that product. Okay. Um, 
Is it quite effective for Australia? It is. It, 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 it increases the, the recycling rates more more than you can get through a good system. Okay. Um, yeah. So, can we talk a little bit about okay. what happens when things uh, go wrong? Like, uh, if uh, okay, 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 like a, a battery you know like if i open up a new new thing of batteries and it's um got plastic on the cardboard and then i put it into the recycling and it goes off to the cardboard place to get recycled like the it, first of all the, the the recycling place can first of all separate and decide that it's paper and but they can't necessarily tell that it's got plastic on, the plastic coating on it is that right no. and then does that plastic then end up inside of the paper like inside of newspapers for example or does that pla does that plastic <laughs> Okay, but there's, I mean, like, is there okay, sort of like a like so cool of the paper and then they can take the plastics out of it? Is that, is that uh, the process for a lot of it? That can, again, that will depend on the recycler. Um, that, that probably, I was just wouldn't want that plastic in the first place. So, and, and that's one of the big issues that the industry is having, the recycling industry, is because of that contamination. Yeah. And that's why other countries overseas um, are basically saying we only want X percent contamination, otherwise we don't want the product. Right. They still have to deal with it, they still have to separate it during the process. It could be problematic for the equipment. It's going to add to their cost because they need to be dispose of that material. Um, if they can't use it, they just want the paper. Um, and multimedia items, like it's, it's something that's made out of Different materials yep. um, that create issues in the recycling system. 
So it makes it a lot easier. But if we had some sort of stewardship or, um, you know, making sure that every product comes into New Zealand has a has a specific plan for getting it, you know, get like the, to make sure that everything is recyclable or can be put into some sort of reuse plan, then um, that could potentially eliminate these problems in the, in the future. Is the thought? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, that's that's great. Um, so the um, okay, um, I'm also wondering about um, what happens if you've got um, um, like metals and plastics mixed together. So if I was to put like a because you guys can if I if I put a small engine inside of without any batteries in it into the recycling, you there, there's something at the MERV plant that can separate out separate that out right and melt melt down all the metals. Is that right? No. No. Okay. No. Cool. Not uh, yeah. Just because something's made out of metal doesn't doesn't mean that it's recyclable. If you take it to a scrap metal dealer, then it'll have a much better chance of being melted down and, and used for, for something else. Okay. But in, in the curbside system, we just want containers or grocery items. Yep. So in the in the metals area, you'd be looking at you know cans, food and drink cans, might right. be aluminium, might be steel. Is it still really um, important to make sure that they're all quite well rinsed? Like, um, like if I have a, a dishwasher bottle and it still has soap, and some little bit of soap in the bottom of it, is that going to cause problems further down the line? It's no, not, not, not so much of an issue. It's, it's more, um, it doesn't need to be spotless, it just needs to be empty as a person. And, and relatively clean, a, a bit of food residue is fine, but no food itself, um, no liquids, you know, not half, half a milk bottle, it's half full of milk. Um, right. Just because then it won't be able to be separated as well, yeah. is that right? Uh, no, it, it won't, yeah, it won't. It, it, because it, a MRF um, relies on certain products to act, as well as having like the lasers for the plastic. Yeah, um, it also relies on certain material acting in, in a certain way, based on physical characteristics. Like paper is two-dimensional and light, okay. so the move will think that anything that's two-dimensional and light is paper, and you'll end up in paper sheet. So that's why something like a plastic bag can be problematic, because it thinks that paper is in the paper screen, because okay. um, it acts to like paper. So if you have a, a plastic bottle full of liquid, yep. it's going to be quite heavy, and, and, and three-dimensional and it may end up going to landfill because it doesn't realise that it's plastic.
or even gets to the lasers. You see what I mean? Is but there, even when it gets to the lasers, yeah. Okay, cool. I understand yeah. that. That sounds great. Is there um, anything like this? For me personally, I feel like if I'm, I'd be willing to put in more effort towards recycling to make it a better process. Is there anything like you know, make uh, back and make back make eighties or nineties? Make it to separate make, out our, make, our, our make, greens and our brown grasses. Make is that make is that is that okay? Cool. I understand yeah. that. That sounds great. Make, is there um, anything like this? For me personally, I feel like if I'm, I'd be willing to put in more effort towards recycling to make it a better process. Is there anything like you know, uh, back in back in the 80s or 90s, we used to separate out our, our greens and our brown grasses and things. Is that is that is, is that sort of uh, is that sort of thing eliminated these days? It's just not necessary to be doing that, or is there anything which, with more effort that people can take that we could get better better productive, like better results from our recycling? Um, well, I mean, times have changed, um, and you don't just look at, it, it's important when you look at recycling that you look at convenience as well, and also trying to recycle as much as you can. Yeah. Um, in an ideal world, um, if you take a material somewhere and, and you source separate it like what you're talking about, it does create a better product. That, that is easier to recycle. Um, council's gone down the route of putting everything in one bin, which is actually easier for convenience. It all gets taken to one place. As long as you have the technology there, it's effectively and efficiently. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's having drop offs. It's definitely part of the solution. Um, and, and when you look at the container return scans, then there will be drop-off locations for that material itself. And, and that way that material can then be separated, get it in here, and it just goes go, go, to whoever wants that material directly. Right. Um, yeah. And is that, uh, that, that's not involving you so much because you're coming from the Auckland Council side, is that right? Or are you, are you coming from the Auckland Council side, right? Yeah. right. Um, but it sounds like we're still Okay, cool. Well, um, those, those are pretty much the main sort of questions that I had um, with, with these things. And yeah, thanks, thanks so much for taking the time um, to have a chat today. Um, I'll send you through an email and let you know um, how the show goes and, and what you can pull together. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, it's really great for me. It's, it's great to hear that you still have a positive attitude about recycling and that, you know, it's like, it's not, um, you know, the, 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 the door is still there and it's, um, it's also great to hear about the stewardship uh, concept as well, uh, you know, like that's something that would change your mind but could totally, um, you know, like improve the system so much more. Excellent. Do you have anything else that you wanted to say, like just to sum up, to sum up everything, or um, anything that you'd like to mention in regards to like getting messages across about these things? Um, oh, I think I said most of it at, at the start, actually. Um, cool. It's it, it's just important to, for people to realise that recycling is part of the solution, but it isn't the solution. I think it's just been touted as that for. A, a, you know, quite a few decades. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but we need to get smarter and we need to use the tools that, that are already there. Um, as I say, there is legislation there. 
the government is starting to use it under the under the Labor government and the Greens. They've started to look at the legislation and start using it and product stewardship is an example of that. And um, consumers can definitely play their part as, as we've discussed. Um, and um, yeah, it's keep doing it. Don't yeah. don't give up. Don't don't um yeah. Right. Um, just it, it's it, there is still a future. There is still a future in it. Right, cool. And what there about still um, future? Yeah, what about the, I think Germans have another recycling bin that they use for incinerating things. Do you think there's a future in that as well? Um, maybe- Waste to energy? Uh, yeah, yeah, getting energy. Uh, is that something that we, is not so useful in New Zealand, but maybe more more useful in, in, in the European region? I think we should look at reusable, uh, re renewable energy, sorry, first and foremost. Um, okay. Yeah, rather than burning something for energy. Okay. But that's got us with fossil fuels um, and it creates a reliance on we, we need waste so we can keep this plant operating and keep generating energy so that means we have to keep consuming and, and, and getting the machine so to speak it, that's not to say that you are eliminated altogether because there could be situations if it's an isolated community or an island uh, it's too expensive to get waste off the island and we need energy perhaps we can I mean, New Zealand's an island, don't go granted, but I'm talking about a, a smaller island. Um, it, it could potentially be part of a solution, but it's, I think it's, it's a bit short-sighted, and it's, it's gonna, we're going to end up using resources that we're never going to see if we're going to be incinerating them. So let's just think about creating big plants. Excellent. Cool. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time out to talk today. That's right, Jamie. Hopefully I'm not too boring. No, not at all. That, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay. Cheers. No problem. Okay. Thanks, Bye.
Yes, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Back in a couple of weeks, Christmas special. Hold tight. It's going to be... It's going to be sick, bro. Thanks for listening. Bye. Love you.